Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Got my ear. Talk to me. Okay. So, should I just start, like, from the very beginning? Yeah, you sure can. And I'm going to give you my, you got my <laughs> undivided attention. Um, so... I'll start off with like my family and, and, and they're just coming from an Arabic background. Like we are really cons- like, they're really conservative in the terms of letting women go out on their own and do anything. Mm-hmm. So, but I was raised here and I was born here in America. So I came up on the American way, but I was still very sheltered as an Arabic woman. So, when I started to branch off more in high school, I started to, you know, meet a more diverse group of people and I started to get exposed to different kinds of things. So I turned into like a rebel child because my mom would never want me to do anything. She'd want me to come straight home or, or something like that. So I started to get a lot of like friends that were, you know, black. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're my mom and my grandparents, because we live with my grandparents too, like they're all, they're all pretty racist. Okay. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, me personally, I've never, ever, ever been even like a slight, a smidgen of like that towards any person of a different race. Like I just, right. like we're all people. So at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so I started to like meet a lot of guys. Like I started to realize that you know girls were just not really like my thing like I had a lot of like bad friendships with girls in the past it was just a lot of drama and like gossip and it was just like not really what I wanted to gravitate towards so I gravitated more towards dudes because like guys just you know want to have a good time chill vibe like so that was really Did what you say I lie or vibe 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 okay I mean they they lie too but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's another story but mm-hmm. um yeah, guys don't really have, like, drama and stuff. You know, they it's just really chill. So that was kind of, like, the the type of person that I would gravi- gravi- uh, like gravitate with right. and vibe with. So I started to hang around a lot of dudes. And I would just chill, wouldn't do nothing, just hang out. And, my mom, like, a lot of my best friends ended up being, like, guys, and my mom didn't like that. So, mm, okay. Yeah, so uh, when she – and then she found out that, like, I lost my virginity to a guy that was black. And, like, it just – it was just a lot of aggression towards – because she would even say, she's like, you could be with any other race, just not black people. I'm like, why? Wow. Yeah, I'm like, why? Like, she's like, why not find a Mexican or, like, an Asian or something? I'm just like, what is wrong with black people? Like, Right, right. It was, and I would literally, I was battling with my mom during pretty much my whole, like, adolescent years from, like, 15, like, maybe, like, 15 until to this day, and I'm 26, so. Right. Um, I, like, she's laid off a little bit, and she's kind of, like, like, she still doesn't want me to, like, she still doesn't, like, accept it in her head, but she's mm-hmm. just going to have she, like, has come to the realization that she's going to just deal with whatever I do. Right. But um, in terms of me being with a black man, like, she's just, like, not for that. So the way that she will, it's hard for me to really be myself around her 
Okay. Like, there are times where, like, I, I can never have, like, my friends over because, like, I got this house with them because um, my mom and my sister didn't want to rent a house anymore. They wanted to get a house. And, you know, their credit scores weren't good enough. They didn't have the income and stuff like that. So I decided, you know, we can all get a house, and then mom can work on her credit, and then we can refinance the house and get my name off the loan right. later. So uh, I didn't plan on leaving, you know, this area anyway anytime soon. So mm-hmm. I was I was still focused on, you know, stacking my money and getting my money, you know, just keep growing my money and stuff. So, you know, right. I'm still young. I still have a lot of time. Right. Uh, so um, when I did that, it kind of, it was, it was all good. We were all good, but it, it started to get to the point. Cause at that time I was single. I would, I had the mentality where it was just like, I'm just going to go out, do my own thing and, you know, chill. Cause I was actually like abstinent for a long time too. And I just was really focused on myself and just doing my own thing mm-hmm. and getting my, like, paper together. So right. come, like, about, like, last year, a little bit like last year or something like that, like 2019, because we're in 2021 now, <laughs> um, I end up meeting this guy, and I met him through a mutual, like, through mutual friends. Like we were, we're all really, we were all really good friends. So I figured, you know, this dude must be cool because, you know, well, my friends wouldn't, I don't think my friends would associate themselves with like an ancient dude or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I get introduced to him. Like I see him and it's just like, hey, he's, he's attractive. He's cute. And we end up like vibing and, uh, it was just something different. Cause okay. he's, a re- he's a really different kind of dude. And um, he's, like, really passionate about everything that he likes and, like, everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he'll call you out on, like, all your bullshit. Like, he doesn't hold back anything. Right. He's very um, cold-hearted in a sense, but mm-hmm. then – there's another side to him that he'll show that is like different at the same time. So it was just something that I wasn't used to. And I just ended up gravitating towards him and really like falling for him in the sense of like, this is a really different kind of like, like he brings out a different kind of side of me that I didn't know that like I had. So, cause he would always tell me about how I needed to separate myself from my family because my family was holding me back. Because when we moved into this house, a lot of problems started to happen, and they didn't have the money to cover it. Like, our water heater went out, and, like, some other stuff was going on with the plumbing and stuff, and they didn't have the money to cover it. So they were asking me to pay for everything because they didn't have it. So I was just like, okay, I mean, this is my family, so, you know, I got to take care of it, whatever. Um it still sucked. Like I still, you know, was irritated about it. And when I would talk to him about it, he's like, he he would say something that like would stick with me. I think as that men that I think you have said too before, but it's like when you're with a girl or you're, you're like messing with a girl, her problems like become like your problems in a sense. Mm-hmm. Cause you've got Cause you've got to listen to her talk about them. So like he just, he ended up like really not 
liking how my family would treat me because they, because I would do all this stuff for them. Like I would make sure they were good. I, I got them into the house. Like I covered, you know, expenses that, you know, were really like, like emergency and like sudden and stuff. So, and my mom would still like when I would bring him around, right. it, just, it would never work out. Like she, she always had something to say or, even when I would be talking on the phone with him in the house, like they were always in my business trying to like know what I was doing. And, you know, one, like they wanted to know everything about like my deal, like whatever dealings I had with him and stuff. And, um, it just, it got like really smothering type of, it was a smothering type of vibe. And then, uh, and then when he would come around, because, like, I decided to bring him into my home because I don't bring, like, I really can't, like, I don't like bringing anybody to my house. because of No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was thinking in my head, like, I was comfortable enough to bring him around. But really, my mom was on, like, because my mom would be really shady about it because one minute she would be like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad that you have a nice guy that, you know, is talking to you all the time, blah, 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 blah. But then it was, like, on the back end, it was just, like, he has a kid, and he does this, and he smokes weed, and he does this, and it was just, he drinks, and I'm just, like, mom, like, what, everybody, like, it doesn't matter what color your skin is, there's people that do that everywhere, like, Mm -hmm. so, um, it was just a lot of that shady stuff, and, when he would come around, like, he would feel uncomfortable. He, like, he would tell me, like, later on down the line. And he was going to answer a question here right there. Now, why does he always have to come in your spot? Why can't you go to his spot? Well, that's the thing. I, he lives, like, he he lives out of state. So I drive, I would drive to him all the time to go see him. Okay. Um, it was just because he's from, he's from, like, where I live. Okay. And, we um and that's how we met like he was here for like the weekend or whatever and when i found out that he didn't live that like he only lived like two hours or something away so i was just like all right well i mean i don't, I don't mind driving out there right so i was always there he that's okay. why he that's why i was just like i feel bad because it's just like i want to be able to be comfortable enough to have you come to my house even if my mom is here and my sister is here like so I thought everything was cool, but it was then it was like later down the line, my mom really like showed her true colors and was just like saying all this type of stuff. And he would, he was still coming around because at the end of the day, it, my house is on, like my name is on that house. I should be able to mm-hmm. have whoever I want in that house. And she understood that, but I didn't know that she was just going to keep doing this negative type of energy. And right. he would, and he told me down the line that he felt that. So it was just like, uh, we had a talk about it. He said, you'll never be able to be serious with a guy or a guy will never take you serious if you continue to stay with your mom and your sister and you keep sacrificing your life and your happiness for your family. Because that's what he thinks that I initially was, like, doing. Uh-huh. Pretty much, like, putting my wants and needs to the side for my family. And what do you think you were so doing? Hard- I mean, I think I was like I I do that. I mean, that is that is what I did. But what I don't think a lot of people understand is that Arabic culture really kicks in because it's like you're literally raised and brought up like family. 
everything is family. Like, doesn't matter if, like, me and my sister will get into an argument, and then 30 minutes later it'll be like nothing ever happened. Like, we mm-hmm. can't, we don't, like, it's like you can't hold on to any of that kind of, like, bad energy. You have to submit to that and just, you know, because it's family at the end of the day, and you just, that's all you have. And that's all that's going to be there all when all else fails. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of true, but I'm going to let you continue, and I'm going to start telling you what I want you to do. Yeah, so when when you're brought up thinking that mentality, it's really hard to break, like, like break away from it and, like, just quickly. Like, it's not it's not impossible to do. It's just, it's, it takes time because you can't just cut the cord and just do it cold turkey. Like you can't do right. that. it. It's something that has to be uh, in a, done progressively. And I think that in his case, he wasn't, he just wasn't patient enough because. So like, you saying that he, he wanted to believe that he's not in a relationship with you no more? I mean, we were never in a relationship. We were just, like it, I was taking him serious. Like in my book, in my mind, I was taking him serious. Like I, I figured, you know, me going, like I was going up there, and I mean, he was doing stuff that I would consider him wanting to take me to, like pursue me in that level too. Because I mean, we just started off just you know having fun and just hanging out and stuff like that. But it was like then I would come up there and he was taking me out and we were doing stuff like you know I was up there for days on days like. I was like, you know, he was letting me stay in his place, like, it, for multiple days. Like, it was just a lot of stuff that he was doing that he would tell me that he wouldn't do for anybody else. So, like, and then it was just other stuff, too, that he was doing that he also would just point out that he doesn't do for other females and stuff like that. So it was just, like, I felt special because his actions were doing, were, like, proving otherwise it was like it was so weird because he's such a like like the way that he portrays himself he's like he's kind of like a player when it comes to women like the way that he talks about women and stuff like that so when he does stuff that makes me feel special I think in the back of my mind like oh this this is probably like this has to be too good to be true because no guy is going to do all this stuff for a girl if he's got like bad intentions or something like that so I was starting to like take him serious, but at the end of the day, I was having like doubts because it felt too good to be true. So <laughs> I <laughs> I didn't know really what to do. I was like caught between a rock and a bad place. <laughs> so right, um, right. So like my um, I ended up doing stupid shit. Like I went through his phone. Mm. And, yeah, and I mean, I apologized to him for it, and I knew that, you know, he was going to have his guard up after that, but it was still, like, he was still cons- he was still being on, like, the consistent level of, like, talking to me all the time, you know, hitting me up, wanting me to come see him, him coming down here, like, and, link- and linking up with me and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it, there was still a level of consistency in a way, but, like, on the emotional level, it was kind of weird. Yeah, because you you messed it up. Right, and then that's what I and, and like we talked about it too because he asked me like why did I do it and I just told him I said honestly I really just wanted assurance because I felt like everything you were doing was just really too good to be true and that was right. like an that was an insecurity that I have 
but it's and and I accepted that, and it's something that I'm like still dealing with because I've never been treated like that before. And I I would tell him that like that's why I like decided to really like let him in with my family and try to like you know rub that vibe like just get the vibe together when it comes to like bringing him around my my family because he's brought me around his family and I like I don't want to be that I don't want to be that Arabic girl that has to do everything away from their family like my I feel like we live in times where it it shouldn't have to be like that and that's how my mom was portraying it to be because gradually over time her and I would continue to have these kind of conversations and she would start to like be a little more open and but it was like a part of her could never accept it and she would still show that so it was just it was just never going to work out but me thinking that you know she would have more of an open mind I decided you know bringing him to my house would mean something more, Uh but it ended up backfiring. So it was just a lot of stuff over time. And he would tell me, he was just like, that was really, that that is really the number one reason. Cause like, he still talks to me. We still talk like he, like he, he wants, he still wants to talk to me and stuff like that at times. But he does, he says there are days where I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. So. So um. He told he told me he's like the number one reason why I like really can't take you serious is because you still like you you let your family treat you this way when you do all of this stuff for them like you help them out in so many different kinds of ways and they still won't accept you for who you are or for what you like, you know? So, and he's not going to sit there and just tolerate that. He's like, I'm not going to be around or come around that kind of like energy. So, and I, you know, I accepted that and I ended up taking the initiative and deciding to, you know, really like get an apartment and move into this apartment. And I'm supposed to be moving in. My move-in date is next week, I believe. Okay, good. So I have that already, like, taken care of. I just – it was just the the time in between that – like, all the time that has gone by in between all of this stuff that's – in between now and my move-in to this apartment. It's just – because, like, he's still around – but it's like I can tell that he's not going to be around much longer if, you know, I I don't take initiative and and leave like my family and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he's already kind of checked out, but the fact that he still has me, like I don't really know what to think a hundred percent because he still wants me to come around. He still wants me to be there. He still like it's it, it's just very very weird. Because he he'll do things and then he he says he doesn't remember doing them, and I'm and I'm like, because he drinks a lot too and he smokes a lot, so I don't really know. And like I I was just talking to him about it a little while ago because he came to my like I was really ready to be done talking to him like over it, so I wanted to give him back something that he left in my house, 
and I was going to take it to his people's house and drop it off. And I was getting in my car and he ended up just pulling up in my driveway unannounced. Like he just pulled up. Mm-hmm. I heard, the, I heard the, the car horn beep and stuff. And I was like, I'm like, did you just drive here from, from when you just got off work? And he was like, yeah, I had to talk to you and take care of this stuff with you. And I'm just like, and he like ended up confessing like how he really feels. Like he said that he loves me, but, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing. That's just bullshit. And that he, he just won't accept that. It's just not going to, that he's just not going to tolerate and stuff. And then we came to like an understanding and stuff or what I felt like was an understanding. Cause I told him, I said, all you had to do is just communicate how you really feel. And I would, you know, really change certain things that I do, like not change in the fact of like who I am, but like, you know, come correct, like more often in different aspects. Cause at the end of the day, if you're, con- if you're constantly telling me that you don't want to deal with me or that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't like that I do, but then you turn around and you say stuff like this, I don't really know what to think. So you have to really like be open and really be serious. And he ended up doing that when he pulled up on me unannounced like that. And when I brought that to his attention, because after all that stuff happened, he went and became distant again, like wasn't uh-huh. really talking to me. So I was just like, if you really love me and you really care about me, why would you just go di- like become distant like that after you just said all of that to me? He's like, I don't even remember. Like, he's like, I haven't seen you in ages. Like, I don't even remember like coming down to, uh, to where you were at and seeing and like, and even seeing you. And I'm like, so you don't remember even having that conversation with me? He's like, no. I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was so I was so confused. So I was just like, and you just think it's okay for you to do something like that, like mess with somebody's emotions like that? And because there's a lot of stuff that he will do and that he won't remember. And this was like the biggest thing because he he drove down here. He got a whole like hotel and stuff and like I even went to the hotel after we had that kind of conversation later on that night and we had a whole night and he's telling me he doesn't even remember any of that so it was just like what are you doing like what what exactly are you getting at here because I don't want to continue to pursue or try to pursue you and continue to do this with you if you're just going to continue doing this like wishy-washy pushing and pulling me and like, cause I feel like I'm being pushed and pulled in a bunch of different directions. Uh-huh. And I actually really do care about him and really do love him. And I don't want to see him continue to do this. And I don't want to feel like this. Cause I just want, I just want like a straightforward approach and not, hot and cold like because he, he he's, he'll he'll tell me he's like he's got a short fuse with me too and it's like why can't we just have a conversation and just talk it out and <laughs> he won't even be able to do that he has to like completely shut down and I just have to accept that and if I just and I and but if I keep poking and prodding then it's just going to turn really really ugly really fast and I think a lot of it has to do with who he is just as a person like he he's one of those all he cares about really is like money making money and that's it <laughs> like 
he doesn't give a fuck about anything else. And he always tells me, he's like, what else is there to give a fuck about? And I'm like, okay, all right. But your actions prove otherwise. Like, I'm like, the stuff that he does proves that you actually do care about other things. You just put on this whole front and this whole attitude where there's like this whole other side of you where you just have to not care. Right. And, if you, and then if you, once you do care, it's like a terrible thing and you feel like you just put yourself out on the limb that you just can't come back from. Like you feel extremely vulnerable and it's like it, you shouldn't feel vulnerable at all. Cause there was time where I did hurt his feelings and he told me, he's like, you really hurt my feelings. And, and I made him like really, really sad, really, really mad, upset. And he said, he's never gotten like that with about any other girl before. And I'm just like, okay, so I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I, I know I messed up, but it's like, it's something that we can just, we can talk about. And so how do you, know, you feel about that thing? Feel about what? Cause see, when I when I hear you talk, and I hear all the information that you're saying about this gentleman, it's too much confusion. Yeah. You no, know, it's just too much confusion. <laughs> yeah. Too. And it- and it's crazy because the guy friends that I do, I have two best male friends. Like I've had the, I've, I've been best friends with them since high school and one of them since middle school. And, uh, they tell me, they're like, you're the most hard headed person that we know because you've told us about this guy. And we tell you that he's not the one for you. Like he, you shouldn't right. be messing with him, but yet you keep going back to him and you keep messing with him and you keep tolerating what he's doing because if if he really did because they say they're like if you if he really did care about you he would not be doing all this stuff to you and taking you on a roller coaster ride of yeah, emotions yeah, yeah so, but, why don't, so why don't you want to listen because it, when I talk because when I talk to him it's not like and I and he tells me about the stuff that he's been through and and I've and I like experience the different things that he's been that he has said to me like he the way that his family treats him to the way that his dynamic is with like his baby moms and his like his dynamic with just women in general like he has a lot of like issues so me it's like I feel like I I was like taking him away from that kind of in a sense Mm mm-hmm because he was starting to, like, let his guard down. And then when I went through his phone, that's when it all, like, went, you know, downhill. Because he was like, you were supposed to be the girl that doesn't do that, that doesn't do that type of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know. I was insecure, and I fucked up. And Yeah, but, you sometimes things like that happen for you to learn. Because you're 20-something years old. Most women have done that. And it helps create character down the line because usually they find out what they want to find out. They sometimes stay with the guy or they break up with the guy. But it teaches them as you get older what kind of man to date. What I mean by that is you twenty something years old, you should not be worrying about 
having a life with this guy because he's too inconsistent. And you can never date a man who has vice. Vices are weaknesses, drinking, smoking. Every man, every woman, just stay away from those kind of men. Because exactly the thing that you were saying, when he was saying how he doesn't remember. Now, when you get caught up in a man that has these issues and you try to build a relationship with him, it can fall right in your face. It can fuck everything up. And you and dating is like an investment. Let me tell you what I mean. You ever get in the stock market and you do your due diligence and you find out what you want to invest in? You mm-hmm. look at a car, you want to look at a car, you're like, what kind of car you want to buy because you want to be reliable. Well, that's the same thing with a man and a woman that you date. You look at them, you date them, you figure out what you want to be involved with. And you that's how you are. What makes you happy? What makes you go to bed at night and be at peace? At peace? And it's not him, it's your parents. They've made you shaky, it's confusing, you're slightly insecure, and you really have no reason to. So what you have to do, my suggestion, is work on you more. You're in your own for a minute. Start building up strength and confidence before you really start dating and I know you get lonely. I know you want somebody to eat your pussy and fuck you and pull your hair or sit down as you young kids say bye. You know, it's powerful, powerful situation, sex and companionship. And you young girls today, y'all, y'all so more horny than ever is on fucking real. So I'm never going to try to take that away from you, but I think we should um, date don't have no um, true commitment until you see that a person has it. Let me tell you the thing that you have to look for in a man to get serious. One, you got to see if he has a few dollars. Not that he got a bag. He don't have to be rich, but is he paying his bills? Is his car nice? Does he keep a haircut? Is he well-groomed? Does he smell good? Uh, A lot of kids, they smoke weed, but does he smoke like he doesn't have to depend on it. He just smokes one in the, once in a while. Um, is he respectful? Does he call and check up on you, text you, call you, send your card or send your flowers? How does he communicate with you? You can't fuck with nobody who's talking about I'm drunk, I'm smoking, I can't do this, I don't remember that. All that is bad. And I think your mother and your, your mother is really not prejudiced or racist. I think that when she sees him, she doesn't see quality as a man for you. I mean, he's a re- he's a presentable like he's a really presentable guy. Like he's hygienic. He cares about himself. Like he's like. But your mother sees something else. Yeah. So your mother sees something else. Trust me. And one thing, even though it sounds like your mother's could be wrong, you know, my mother's not here. And I remember my mom, 
telling me years ago she's deceased and she told me years ago that she wished she'd listened to her mother. And what I'm trying to say to you, don't be afraid to listen to her. It may sound harsh. It might sound like it's wrong. But when you bring an African-American man to your home, let's make sure he's really top quality or top of the tier in that race because that African-American is representing black culture. And this gentleman might be a nice guy, but I see so many flaws. He's fucking with you mentally. He's not consistent. And you and you slightly dictatize a little bit. You know, you like the fact, because I don't really think you got a lot of men chasing you. So this guy's chasing you, and that's your only consistent dick when you can get it. But it's like it's crazy because I'm also like it's weird because I used to be the the girl I would I would have at least like maybe like three two two three max of like on options right comes to guys but and but I'll tell you the only reason why is because the, each one of them had like a flaw in them that right I was just like you know I well this I don't motherfucker have... got flaws shit. The flaws don't, but the flaw, like, it's crazy because the flaws don't come out when I'm around, like, when I would be around him. It would be, But that's like, the even scariest part, hon, why you can't commit to this gentleman. And it comes out later after you have put your life with him. And then you find out later, and you say, oh, my God, all I've done for this relationship, and this is what you've done to me. You don't want that. And, again, and it's crazy because, like, I know he was doing his own thing because, like, at the end of the day, we never established we were in a relationship right. at all. Like, we've been that's single. why you should have never checked his phone, too. If you yeah, knew he was doing his own thing, he, he, you definitely was in violation. Let me finish. If you knew that he was doing his own thing, you definitely was in violation. That's one. You check in his own, knowing he could do his own thing, you sabotaged yourself. Yeah. I'm saying let that situation go. Be 26, meet somebody else, start out fresh. You know, if you go into your iPhone and go into settings and you hit general and you stroll down, you can erase all the information in your phone. And reset. Well, this is what you have to do every time you meet somebody. You have to reset if they don't have what you want. And 26 is too young to be trying to settle down. Your 20s are the years you explore. You date this guy, you date, you find out who, what kind of dick you like, you find out how you, a man, how a man treats you, you find out what you like in your 20s. Then, when you get towards your 30s, after you uh, got yourself together, got got your degree, put some money away, and that person comes across your life that um, is something special, then you know. You're like, okay, this is the one. Because all these experiences have taught me to make the decision I am making today. And that's what you have to do. 
because your conversation is everywhere, right? Your conversation is about he's inconsistent. You think your mother's being wrong, but she's not really being wrong. She might feel as racist, but whatever her reason, that's her reason. I can't knock her for feeling what she feels, but I can tell you, hearing what you're telling me about this guy, he's not the guy. So you can have fun with him, just don't get pregnant. You can have fun with him, but just don't get caught up. Don't let him move in with you. Since you get your place, don't let him do that. Don't let no man move in with you at 20-something years old. You'll never, ever be able to get him out. You hear me? Yeah. Don't let him move in with you. I'm telling you. To all these young women around the country who meet these guys in the same situations that you're in, that these guys move in and all of a sudden they're not working no more. All of a sudden they want to use your car. All of a sudden they not they bring your car back on E or some case scenario they wreck your car but don't have money to get your car fixed. Or they don't have driver's license. Or they have bad credit. Or they got a lot of kids but no job. Yeah, I mean, I don't even associate myself with anybody that is even like that. Yeah, like on right. the on that like emotional kind of level, like when I'm choosing my sexual partners. Right. Because I've been through that. I've been through the oh, I don't have a car. Or, oh, I'm in between jobs. Like I've I've been through mm-hmm. that. And I'm a very give like me. I'm a very giving person. Like that's and and I'm not. I'm really not as selfish. As I've been called because some people think I'm selfish in terms of like wanting what I want mm-hmm. and um, I don't know it's just a lot of stuff that I've been put through that has had me that, that has built my guard up to the point where it's like I'm thinking things are too good to be true or like now I'm insecure on what a guy's true intentions are because it's like you can show me, but I also, like, I want to be told at the same time for, like, reassurance. Well, it comes both ways, you know. Don't look for nothing. That's the problem with a lot of people. You expect and I that. wasn't looking. I really wasn't looking for anything. Like, to be honest, I really was just trying, like, I, I even told him. And, like, and he, he felt some kind of way when I said that to him, too, because he, he brought that to my attention. Like, I told him, I said, yeah, you were just someone that I wanted to, you know, have fun with and just get some dick from and, you know not be serious or anything, but I don't know what it, what it was, but like about me, you were treating me like I've never been treated before. And I told you, and I would continuously tell him, like, I don't get treated like this. Like I don't have a dude wanting to FaceTime me every day and talk to me for eight hours in the day or, you know, check on me like every so few hours and talk to me for hours on end. Like I've never been treated like that. And I would tell him that and, it's like you knowing that you have that kind of a knowledge about what I've been through in the past when it comes to men, I would think that, you know, you would understand why I would feel taken aback or have like a guard up or it would take me a little longer to bring my guard down because it's for a guy like him, like he's really attractive. I know that he's got bitches like, He's, he does his, like, I know that he's doing his own thing and stuff because he lives in a whole nother state too. So it's, 
it's like you know i i'm not uh, i'm not naive when it comes to that it's just are you treating every girl like this like it doesn't matter why does it matter if he does that tell me i want to ask you a question why why are you focused on other women because i want to feel special you are feeling special <laughs> so but why nothing... are you worried about other women? I'm confused. You women are yes, confusing. If an, if a if a man is treating all other women the same way he treats you, why do you care? Because then, what makes me so like what make like what makes me so exclusive? You exclusive like, it's exclusive when he's with you. That's so confusing though, because how am I supposed to take a guy serious like that? But like you're not taking like, nobody serious like, right now. You're just dating. You're not so married. Like, There's no like, ring on your what finger. About when you're just, like, what about the thought process that you go through when you're deciding if you want to take that next step further but in you your are, own I, mentality? Like, we okay, just I want told you. Yeah, but we just told you you're too young to be thinking like that. So just enjoy yourself. Have you got, you got your degree in school? No. I, right. have, a tra- I have a trade, though, in carpentry. So okay, cool. Okay, so you have a trade. So you want to stack up and get your money right in your account. Ooh, interception. You get your money in your account. Mm-hmm. You understand? You have to stack and focus on you instead of waiting until you get pregnant by the wrong motherfucker and then say, oh, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do this and get my shit right. You got to stop. I think I just like companionship. and Yeah, you're lonely. That's what it is. So just have fun. Make sure motherfucker wear a condom, have fun, and don't be worrying about the motherfuckers. Um, he treating me like he treating everybody else. Shit, I don't know why you worrying about that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Focus on having a good time. Focus on you. Everything right now should be you, not no man. Because you're gonna lose. That's that's your downfall. Because you so you you so into getting some um some dick and you willing to do, almost do anything for it just so you can get fucked. I hate to talk to you like that, but I want to talk to you as brutal so you could truly understand. So you got to get control. You got to get some discipline. You got to get some discipline. Focus on your job. Have some fun occasionally, but focus on you. And I think that you'll be okay down the line. And watch the energy that people bring into your world. You know, you see that drinking and confusion and lying. You've got to have zero tolerance. Don't wait till you're 40, 50 years old. You know, that's why you have people like me and your elders and older people who will tell you, you got to listen now because your kids don't want to listen and y'all do shit the hard way and then figure shit out later. And this is why older people are here to tell you. It's a big difference, man. And I want the best way. And I took, I'm sorry it took so long to get back to you. You know, I'm a busy guy. You know, but if you take those that, that formula, that mindset, and apply it, what I'm suggesting to you, I'm sure that you will do extremely well. With that said, I'm going to drop a couple of announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a, my new clothing line is out. All right. Um, it's the TK Kirkland merchandiser who raised your hoodies, T-shirts, etc. All right. Also have exclusive line, also stuff on there. Um, 
show, pretty much you can go to go to www.tshirtandhoodie.com to check out your um, hoodies and T-shirts. Hit the T.K. Kirkland link. That's extremely important. And Or you just go straight, my link in my bio, all right, and just press it, and it'll take you right to my site. You can get your Who Raised Your Hoodies, your Who Raised Your T-shirts. Um, January 12th, Martin Luther King weekend, St. Louis, Missouri. Come check me out at the world-famous Helium Comedy Club. It's going to be a chain, you know, it's going to sell out because this is what we do. I appreciate all the love and support that y'all been showing the brother all these years and it's just continuing to grow. Um, it's especially been at the Helium Club, uh, 151 St. Louis Galleria Street. All right. Um, Thursday, January 14th, um, one show at 8 p.m. Friday, January 15th, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Saturday, 7.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. and Sunday, 7 p.m. Make sure you stop by, check it out. It's going to be off the chain. To you, sister, keep getting your dick. Stay, stay very, very focused, or you are going to lose in this game called life because you're going to fuck the wrong guy. He's going to be the wrong guy for you, and then your whole life is going to be chasing to get your life better. Yeah. And I right. want you to do well. I don't want you to fuck up and then want to get it together. This is why you called me because you do know that you want to prevent. You do know you want to prevent. That's why you called me. You want to do right. This is why you reached out to me. Yeah. And that's a good sign. You want to win. Oh, don't listen to don't call, don't have me talk to you and then you don't listen. I got a lot of men and they can tell you if I can get them on the phone. They wish they listened to me when I told them what to do, and they still did it and fucked up. Sure did. I got like three or four. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, when I listen to your podcast and stuff, I definitely hear it. I definitely hear why people like people that are in really messed up situations, and they do need to listen. So they need to listen. I wish you the best. You stay in touch with me from time to time, okay? Okay. I really appreciate you giving me a call, though. Yeah, you're welcome. And stay focused. Good luck with your new place. Um, furnish it nice. Keep your, your um, proper foods in there. And it is about family. But just don't let your mother control you totally. Okay? Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, don't let her control you. Control. It's about family. But don't let her control you. And don't don't let dick the reason why you don't want to fuck with your mom and you not seeing the picture, you thinking that she's racist, whatever. That guy yeah. is not the guy to fight for to keep in your life. He's not the guy. He's All not right. the guy. All right? And you might like the way he eats your pussy. You might, you might like the way he fucks you, but he still he ain't the guy. So don't let that man nut in you either. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Don't you let him nut in you and get your ass pregnant. You'll be fucked up. Don't yeah, do it. Exactly. That's not going to happen. Take your time. Travel out the state. Go to different places. Uh, you're very pretty. And you probably will meet somebody once you go out of town, different places, and travel. See how other men treat women. And, you know, you run into a good guy. 
It takes time sometimes. Sometimes you can meet a good guy. Now it might take a minute. But the goal is to take your time. These are the years you focus on you before a baby comes along. These are the years you focus on you before the wrong man comes in your life. And it takes two, three, four, five years to get rid of him. Or you have a baby and then you are reminded for the rest of your life how you mismanaged your pussy. I don't want that to happen for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Show. Every Monday we drop a new episode. Shout out to everybody from the UK, Paris, um, Ganda, South Africa, um, um, Turks and Caicos, um, China, Compton, California, Jersey City, New Jersey. You know, we truly appreciate you. And may your pain be champagne. Have a great year. Live your life to the fullest. Talk to you soon, sister. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, son. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.